There are only a handful of days in my life that I will never forget. Okay. The birth of each of my three children and all the craziness that ensued with each of them. My wedding day. I remember walking down the aisle with my dad who was so talkative because he was so nervous and walking back down the aisle with my husband in hand. I remember the day I graduated college and actually the day before, because I had no idea I was valedictorian of my graduating class until that day when they told me, and I was terrified having to get in front of everybody. And I remember the day my first book was published. And I remember getting pulled over on the side of the road from a neighborhood cop because I was driving too fast. (laughs) I'll always remember that. Today, I'll get to add another day that I will never forget. And that is the day my third book is published. Ah, today, today is the day my book, Make Your Author Impact, Sell More Books, Increase Your Reach, and Achieve Your Why launches. And I am so excited to share with you a sneak peek into the top three things that I have learned while launching this book. And I promise you, they will help you in launching yours. Hey, I'm Stephanie Fegger and Empower is my middle name. Well, not really, but it should be. I believe that empowered people empower people and I'm obsessed with empowering you, the nonfiction author with impactful marketing strategies and tactics to help you take your important message and share it with those who desperately need it and want it and will buy it. As the owner and chief strategist of the Empower PR Group and the author of several books myself, including my new book, Make Your Author Impact, I have merged my love for reading books and writing books and marketing books to help nonfiction authors write books that sell, promote books to those who need and want them most, and build meaningful businesses around their empowering messages. I want you to think of this as your one-stop shop for marketing insights from an author who has been there, who has done that recently, and understands exactly where you are because that's where I am right now. (laughs) So get your pins ready because I'm ready to empower you. This is the Empowered Author Podcast. This week is a special one over here as Make Your Author Impact releases. So a special week calls for a special podcast pop-up season where I pull back the curtains on the book, the people behind it, and my thoughts on what it's like from the author's perspective. Today, I'm sharing the raw and the real with you on why I think those who work in the industry should publish a book every year or two, because it's good for the soul, and it's a good reminder of what it takes to bring a book to life. In 2018, I got to experience these feelings for the first time, and lucky for me, I was going in completely unaware of what it meant to bring a book to life. I had never published a book. And I had never written one before or planned to for that matter. But in May of that year, I experienced all the feels on the emotional roller coaster that us authors know all too well. And today I get to experience them for the third time. Y'all, it has been quite a journey. Just ask my husband last week when he joined me on the couch after we put the kiddos to bed to watch a Netflix show and he got a side of sniffling with his popcorn. He knew it would come and I had forgotten the waterworks (laughs) comes every time because publishing a book for me, and I know for you, is a vulnerable experience. I found myself that evening reading reviews for my first book and it gave me all the feels. I think that this emotional gal was a bit more emotional because I was exhausted already. Exhaustion. Yes. 
Thank goodness for concealer to cover up the bags under your eyes when you are writing and publishing a book. I had been putting in late nights and early mornings, making sure that this book was on point because I believed authors around the world needed that and deserved it. And y'all, I'm proud to say, I think it is. And I think it is ready for you today. Yes, today is book launch day. And in honor of the release of Make Your Author Impact, I wanted to share with you three things I went through as the seasoned author and book marketing expert that I'm sure you will as well when you're launching yours. And I wanted to give you some tips on how to navigate through each. Let's dive in. First thing on my list is more of a level set and a reminder that us authors are actually a bit more alike than we think. Yes, we all put on our pants the same way. We all get up in the morning. We all navigate our days. But what I mean is at our core, I think we're a bit more alike. You know, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you have to say or how many letters you have after your name that validates your credibility. No offense. That's pretty awesome. But writing and publishing a book comes with a side of fear. It's like the sweet potato casserole at Thanksgiving. At least it is for me because I really don't like it. (laughs) I try to dodge it, but it's always there. It won't go away. You just learn how to hammer through it. I coach people through fear regularly. And now y'all, I'm reminded that I still experience it. I have found that there are about three different types of specific fears that authors experience. I want to dive into each with you today. The first is a fear of failure. Probably one of the biggest you know, what if the book flops? What if no one buys it? The what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs. It all comes down to as authors, we are fearful that our books will fail. I have yet to meet an author that doesn't worry about their book failing. I think it's just a part of this vulnerable experience we go through and that we sit with alone in our rooms while we're writing with this worry that maybe the book is just not as good as we think it is, or maybe it's just going to fail. When I found myself questioning that personally, and every time I work with an author on that, I always go back to, okay, how can something fail if you don't know what it means to succeed? So take a minute and reevaluate what success looks like for you. For some people, it's a number of books sold. For others, it's not. It's impact. Depending upon what your success metrics are, you can't fail if you don't know them. I had a moment where I needed to reassess my success metrics and I went back to my why. Why did I write a book in the first place? Why did I write this book in the first place? And when I evaluated and sat with that why, it helped me reevaluate my outputs and realize that there's no way I'm going to fail. This book can't fail because my why is bigger and yours is too. There's another type of fear that us authors face and that's the fear of disappointment what will happen when people find out that you're writing a book? They will have high hopes for you, right? They will root you on. But what if the book isn't in alignment with their expectations? For whatever reason, I had this terrible fear myself. So much so that I realized the clock was ticking on getting endorsements that I needed and testimonials and I hadn't prioritized them. Now, give me some grace here because I decided to write a book in a tight timeframe and do it while working full-time and projects that took priority. And yet I found that I was still dodging this or putting it off at least. I think it was because I was concerned and stressed out that I would let people down. So why not just not tell anybody about it? Nothing good comes from that people. No, no. You may not tell anyone about your book because your fear of disappointment, but that shouldn't be your reason. 
don't not invite people in to read it because of that. In fact, I believe that the other, the opposite will happen. When you invite people in, what you think might be disappointment turns into amazing support. And that is what I started to experience when I began getting feedback from my endorsers. The third type of fear that I've personally experienced, and I know many others do too, is the fear of rejection. What if people hate it? What if they make fun of my thoughts or ideas? What if they talk about me behind my back? Well, well, let me tell you, anything worthy sharing will come with ridicule as well. It's going to happen anyways. And that's okay because guess what? The people who giggle about your book behind closed doors, they're not your people. And they're probably doing it because they wish they were your people. Your message isn't something that everyone will get behind, but that doesn't mean it's not worthy of being shared because there is someone who needs it. Fear is real, (laughs) y'all, but maybe it looks differently than just fear. See it as the side of vulnerability. See it as a catalyst to break through barriers. See it as ammunition to keep moving forward. Don't let it immobilize you. Let it propel you. The second realization I had when I was pulling this book together and launching it was that you need a plan. (laughs) A book isn't a strategy in and of itself. It is a tactic. It's a tangible to like a larger goal. Do you know your why? Do you know your bigger plan? And do you have strategies in place to accomplish it? So one afternoon after a client call, I could feel my head kind of spinning with all the things I needed to do and wanted to do and the little time that I had to do it. So I looked over at Kerrigan who is an amazing member of our team. And I told her I needed a little breather. I had plans. I was going to go take a walk around the house, go outside, pet the cats, get a updated chai tea latte, what have you. Right. But instead, when I pushed the chair out from my desk and I moved to walk out the door, I found myself laying on the plush carpet in the middle of the office instead with my hands behind my head and a cat laying on a pillow next to me. And I began an unexpected therapy session with Kerrigan. (laughs) Kerrigan, I'll pay you later for it. I needed to recalibrate as to why I was writing a book in the first place. I had gotten hung up in all the should do's and had forgotten the why. I wrote this book because y'all have an amazing message and the world needs to hear it. That's it. Hands down. I wanted to give back to you all. And I wanted to do it in a way that was feasibly possible. There are only, unfortunately, so many hours in the day. Believe me, I've asked God to give us more and he won't. And I can't work one-on-one with everyone, even if I wanted to, because there isn't enough time to do so. But this book can, and it can help any and everyone. And that is why I wrote it. When I remembered that, I immediately set up with a new vigor and made adjustments. I pivoted a in-person launch event I was working on to a different idea at a different time that made way more sense anyway. I shifted some tactical efforts that were stressing me out and turned barriers into what I'm calling poofs. That a poof beyond don't matter anymore. I had a plan to bring the book to life. I made it happen, but I had lost sight of the why and the way the book fit into it. Once I shifted, a new energy emerged from me. And guess what happened? This is crazy. The next day I went online to check the book status, ensure all the categories were updated. My Amazon A plus was spectacular and that the ebook and the paperback would be ready for today. And I found out something amazing. The ebook, which was available for pre-order up until today, had already hit a number one hot new release in several categories before it was even published, y'all. I cried again. (laughs) Very emotional. Last, but certainly not least at all, this book reminded me of the power of people. If you hear nothing else from me today, I want you to hear this. Writing a book can feel very isolating. 
It is. You know, I've been locked up in my office for months doing it myself, but a book isn't meant to be something in silo. It's meant to be shared and you need to share it with people and with others. So bring people along the way with you. Let people support you in the writing process. Encouragement is like a hammer that can break through any writer's block. (laughs) Let people pour into you when you have nothing left to pour into yourself or out, literally. Let family and friends fill up your cup of caffeine, bring you dinner. My husband brought me many. Or let them take you to a movie when you forget that book writing isn't supposed to take precedence over living. Let people in on your journey. Okay, people think we're really cool, and I know we are. Yesterday, I had a beautiful glimpse of that. I ran into a mother of my daughter's friend who asked why I was at a specific store carrying a very interesting bag with me. And I shared with her that I was there for a book celebration, that my book had just come out and I was really excited. I didn't share the book with her thinking she wouldn't care. And after a few minutes, she was like, well, can I see it? And I was like, absolutely. And not only did she see it, but I could see a joy in her eyes for me and for her. And even though she is not an author herself, she's like, I'm going to go buy it, which made my day. Speaking of why we were out at that store, the day that my book was put into my hands, which was a couple days before today, I called my mom and said, let's go out to dinner. And we did. We went and celebrated. We took ourselves out to our favorite food. My mom, my husband, my kiddos and myself, we had hibachi style deliciousness. (laughs) I didn't realize how much I needed that celebration. Let people remind you of your accomplishments. They did that day for me and it just made my heart want to explode. Let people in on the joy you're feeling because they feel it too, because they love you. They love you. All right. Speaking of which, I have to share with you the people I love back. It's all of y'all for sure. But specifically, there's a handful of people who helped me bring this book to life. I'd love for you to indulge with me for a moment as I read with you for the first time aloud, my acknowledgments in the book, Make Your Author Impact. Impact is finicky. It's so hard to measure the impact you make. What is easier to measure is the impact others have made on you. My mom and dad have always believed in me and they've always empowered me. I was raised to be a strong young woman with a powerful voice, whether they liked it or not. Books have been a part of my empowerment journey for as long as I can remember. Instead of Easter candy, I got Easter books and that extended to nearly every holiday. I'm grateful for the two of them for inspiring me to be whatever I wanted to be and only sometimes pushing me to go outside to play when I really wanted to be inside reading. Learning to read didn't happen overnight, and neither did learning to write. I'm grateful to be afforded an education that believed in the power of both. While I can't remember the names of every educator who helped me perfect my craft, I'm grateful to each for pouring into me where and when I was. From a high school teacher who coordinated a book club for extra credit, even though I was acing his class and didn't need it, to a college professor who questioned the quality of a pass-fail paper, Thank you for giving me the chance to see reading as an ongoing joy and the challenge to never settle with my writing. I've been asked before who I'd like to meet when I get to heaven and outside of my grandparents, my daughter and other loved ones. I hope to throw a Thanksgiving feast for all the authors who shaped me without knowing it. My gratitude for them runs deep. They were living proof that books change people for they changed me. I would never have listened to life if Marie Thornsbury hadn't been a beacon for it. She saw in me something I didn't, and she believed I had something to say that others wouldn't just listen to, but actually needed to hear. A friend like that is hard to find, and I'm grateful she is a part of my life's tapestry. 
There isn't a single idea I've had that my husband, Corey, hasn't thought was crazy. And don't worry, I've tossed out many that I even thought were out in left field. Starting a blog, he encouraged. Writing a book, he supported. Creating a business to fund the book journey, he actively shared. Listening to God's calling in my life, he held my hand and walked with me. No one deserves to be loved as much as he loves me. I am the woman I am today because of him. My life's purpose changed the day I became mama. My three changed the lens through which I see the world. Seeing life through their eyes puts everything into perspective. Eli's willingness to speak his truth inspires me to have the courage to speak mine. Lindy's deep love for all people reminds me to focus on giving instead of receiving. Luke's ability to make a friend everywhere he goes helps me break down walls I didn't even know I have. They may think they are looking up to me, but I am the one who looks up to them. Figuratively, of course, but in a few years, I will likely be the shortest of our crew. I have hung up my type A personality for a rainy day, knowing good and well that day will never come. Even though I used to think I was in control of life, I never was. God is the perfect artist, choosing when to use colored pencils, charcoal, or watercolor. He leads each instrument as he orchestrates my opportunities. He is the master gardener planting seeds outside my peripheral vision that constantly bear fruit I've never tasted before. He is my cheerleader and my therapist. He loves me and he constantly proves that by bringing people and opportunity into my life. I didn't want to write a book, but God had other plans. He helped me find the people who made it a reality. Kathy Fayok and Kate Colbert helped bring my first book to life and saw in me a skill set others needed that I could share. I didn't want to start a business, but God had other plans. He helped me find the people to help it grow. Jesse White and Kerrigan Miller help place stepping stones so we can empower more authors. I didn't want to build a team, but God had other plans. He helped me find amazing collaborators who serve like I do. Sandy Wiles, Rachel Albritton, Madeline Copperwaite, Chris Druin, Betsy Wallace, and Chanel Wells Henderson are full of such talent and are willing to share it with me and the authors we get to serve. And Jennifer Crosswhite's editing skills helped bring this book to the masses. I am grateful to each and every author I've had the honor of supporting. Every one of your stories has become a part of me. What I didn't know years ago, but I know now, is that no story can live in a silo. Every story is integrated with another. They overlap, they interweave, and in the process, they leave a piece of the author to become a piece of the reader. I'll never measure impact by the number of books I sell, the number of attendees at a speaking event, or the number of engagements on social media posts. All I can ever hope is that my impact can be measured by the small pieces of me I leave with those I meet. Impact may be finicky but it's empowering. I will never, ever take for granted the journey an author is on. And this book reminded me just how emotional and meaningful it is. Last Friday, I ordered advanced copies of the book before release, and they were delivered right before a meeting I had. I called my husband and told him I'd wait to open the box until he got home. And then immediately after hanging up, I called him back and said, who am I kidding? I'm opening it right now. (laughs) And I did with him on FaceTime. I was in awe of the fact I did this. And guess what? You either did or will too. I want you to savor that feeling 
feeling and know that you have or will do something so many people dream of, but very few accomplish. You are my hero, author friends, and I want you to be able to make your author impact. It would mean the world to me if you would purchase a copy of my book today so that you can ensure that those who need your book's message can and do. Make Your Author Impact is available today in paperback and ebook. And if you find the book or this podcast meaningful, I'd ask that you give this author two of the biggest gifts any author could ask for. Reviews. Rate and review this podcast, please. I love reading them. And write a review of the book too if you like it. It will make me cry, I'm sure, when I read it, but it's good tears. I promise. All right, empowered author. You know the drill. I am a believer that empowered people empower people and empowered authors make their author impact. I've empowered you. Side note, you also empower me. Now it is your turn to go empower others.